Welcome to the Rooted Deep Podcast. I am your co-host, Mr. Carl Bourne Jr. And I am your co-host, Paula Chang. We're really excited that you joined us here for fresh new content each and every week where we get to share not only the stuff that we're learning, but we also get to help you learn new things. Each and every week we pick a book and we talk about some topics from that book and talk about how not only it's helped us enhance our lives, but how it could also help you enhance your life so that you get to be the person you're meant to be and reach your potential. We hope that you are able to receive not only what you wanted to get from this, but we also get to help somebody else's life change. So give this like, share, subscribe, share it out to your friends. Just help everybody know that they too can enhance their lives. And we are live. Hello, everybody. Welcome to yet, thankfully, another episode of the Rooted Deep Podcast. I am your co-host, Paul Ochang, and I am joined by the one, the only, coming in at 235, 610, Carl Bone Jr. What it do, baby? Okay, Kawhi Leonard. I'm not I'm not that big, but nah, he's not. You know, we could only wish, though. <laughs> we could only wish. I wish I was like six four, but I'm a very strong six foot. At least that's, that's what my driver's license says. That's solid, bro. That's solid. Yeah. I, I think, I think I can kind of count for six foot because I'm like, like five eleven. You know what I'm saying? So it's like yeah. almost, almost there. Almost there. Know? If I if I have if I have my 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 hair out, you know, and I got the the fro, I think that adds a little oh, bit true. more inches. So true. like a good so, six 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 one right there. I'm, a, I'm I'm yeah, bro. I think like yeah. I'm like a solid six foot, you know, six one. So so yes. yeah, man. Okay, true. Anyway, um, <laughs> we're hoping that everybody's been well. Um, we're so happy that you joined us here. For this episode, um, yo, look, it's been, we were just chatting before we got on here about life and, you know, just everything that's happened. But I tell you what, it's amazing how things tend to work out the way you need them to work out when you need them to work out. And this book, The Wealthy Gardener, is no exception to that rule. You know, um, the previous episode, we talked about a slight intro to the book and we, you know, we kind of hit some points that we're definitely going to dive into today. But um, I just want to say that, you know, for, for those of y'all who've been rocking with us since episode one, since book one, thank you so much for those of you guys who are joining us on this episode. If you get a chance, go listen to the episode of that book um, and then hop into these ones. But, you know, definitely check this one out. Listen to this one first, finish this one and then go back. Um, but yeah. Now this this book is this book is something serious. Every time I uh, I open a page and like even gone to going through the first chapter, which is what we're covering today, um, I've 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 been circling and writing and underlining some 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 gems, you know, some gems that um have really stuck out to me, man. How, how are you feeling about the book, by the way, Carl? Oh man, I I'm feeling really good about this book, actually, bro. I. I think this book is going to be uh, uh, another powerful one, uh, just like, um, just like the the previous book was. You know, I yeah. I really think it's going to be something that everybody can relate to, in you know, some 
fashion or shape. And I'm really excited because, you know, kind of like you said, as I was reading, I just found like a lot of quotes that just really stood out to me and and just a lot of really good information in general, you know. And, um, you know, shout out to Ryan Holiday writing that first book. Um, That was a good one. But this one. So The Wealthy Gardener is by a man named. And I pray to the Lord I'm saying this correctly. John Saforic or Saforic. Somebody message us and let me know how to really pronounce that. But the wealthy gardener um, basically. John, if you're listening, please, <laughs> please chime in. Let us know how to pronounce it. Chime in. Name. Chime in. This, this episode is brought to you by John Saforic. His life lessons on prosperity between him and his son. <laughs> and uh he he definitely let us in on the in the fold so without further ado yo let's hop right in man let's hop right in let's, let's give these people what they want so sir chapter one of this book um is simply entitled use the days and it was broken into three separate sections um which we'll cover today um but use the days really was talking about how important it is to utilize every day that we have right Let's let's go into that a little bit. Look, I know I know it's easy to, um, and I'm going to jump right in. But I know it's easy to, to think that we have plenty of time on our hands, which we do. But I think you know, because the, because of the reality that we have a lot of time on our hands, we tend to sit back and want to relax a little more. We tend to want to let life happen to us instead of us happening to life. I hope that makes sense. So I'm gonna say that again. We tend to let life happen to us instead of us happening to life. What does that mean? Wow. We sit back, we let we let things occur the way they occur. We don't really take charge of our day. We don't really take charge of the 24 hours we have. So we kind of sit around. Now that could come in the con in the in the um what's the word I'm looking presentation of maybe like avoiding conflict or taking on a challenge that's been ahead of you for some time or having that tough conversation that you needed to have months ago, or studying for that exam that's coming up in a couple of days and you keep telling yourself, well, I have time. I have five days. I'm talking to myself. I have five days. So there's plenty of time between now and then. No, this first chapter is really talking about being able to utilize the time that we have been given and how important that is. That's key. That is so key. And lesson 1.1, was uh, titled Seek Prosperity. So he defined prosperity as financial comfort or life without money worries. So how does that hit us? Life without money worries. Um, it's, 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 obviously, it's obviously important to note that there are many things that are way more important than money. That's a fact. Family, food, Shout out to all my vegans. Uh, the Ohio State Buckeyes. Here we go. Your career. There's a lot of more things that are more important than money. But we also have to understand, because we have that mindset of things are more important than money, many of us tend to not want to face or fix the money problem we have in our lives that will then allow us to focus on those important things. Check this out. Check this out. If I am, 
I am really struggling, right? I got tuition coming up. And what I really need to focus on is my studies, right? And my tuition is <laughs> is standing in the way. So I'm think I'm constantly, constantly thinking about, yo, can I get enough shifts in or can I get enough hours in or can I get enough money or can I talk to the right people? And what do you not focus on? Your coursework. What do you not eventually get? That degree, what do you essentially not have? That freedom you're chasing. Whether or not we like it, y'all, we have to be able to learn how to overcome without, we have to be able to learn how to overcome the money problem, right? Without money and time, we yield little power over life. That's, that's what John said in the book. Without money and time, we yield little power over life. I think it's, it's important and it's almost really pertinent that we understand that all this time we have and when it comes to using our days, all, these, all this time we have right now is literally the perfect time for us to be able to go after and solve that money problem. Because that stuff you want a year from now, that stuff you want weeks from now, that stuff you want tomorrow is going to cost. Now, understand that money is a tool, nothing more, nothing less. That's my personal view on that, right? Money is a tool, nothing more or nothing less. But also understand that unless we wake up tomorrow morning, going back to that barter system of trading cows and goats, you're going to have to learn how to overcome that money problem today so that you can have the things you want tomorrow. What do you think, Carl? No, bro. I, I think you are spot on. You know, it's funny. When I was reading the book, there was one, spe there was one uh, specific uh passage or a couple lines I should say that just you know really spoke to me you know like it was one of those things where you you're reading you read something and you feel like almost like attacked you know like mm. like you're being yelled at and I'm just gonna I just want to read that real quick for everybody so mm -hmm. in the first in the first uh portion that we're talking about of chapter one, which is seek prosperity. There is a quote and John says, we never know the value of money until we know the fear of its absence. Money like oxygen is not too important until there is not enough of it. But when levels run low, it will consume us. Then every waking hour is spent working for money or worrying about it. Sheesh. Like when I when I when I read that, I was just like, wow. It's it's so true. You never really understand how important money is, you know, mm -hmm. until until you don't have it. And a lot of people have this this viewpoint, this perspective. And I think we talked about it briefly in the intro, uh, uh, the intro to the book on the last episode. Mm -hmm. But they have this perspective that money is the root of all evil. Mm -hmm. And it's like one of those things that was just taken out of context and, and, and ran with because yeah. the quote is, is not that money is the root of all evil, but that, you know, the love of money can be the root of all evil. Come on now. I think we have to learn how to have a a healthy 
a healthy view at money mm-hmm. because in order for us to be able to live a life of abundance or be able to reach the type of milestones we want to reach, we need to be, you know, conscious of the fact that money is something that we need. Like I really dislike when, when people try to downplay money and, and don't get me wrong. Money is not everything, you know, like money is not the end all be all, but if we're being realistic money is extremely important you want to you want to pay your bills you need money you want to buy groceries you need money to eat you need money you know if you want to be able to do something for a loved one for a birthday whether that be take them out to dinner or buying them a gift or whatever the case may be like you need money and that's just that's just the fact of the matter you know you're going to need money throughout your life mm-hmm. so wouldn't it make sense for you to change how you view it earlier rather than later because that's never going to change we're never going to stop needing money for things we're never going to stop having you know that want to be able to provide for our loved ones, you know, or even for ourselves. And I think that with the quote that that I read off, I think John was saying it's just, for me at least, it comes off as if we really never notice what we have until it's gone. True. Or we never notice what we have until we're lacking Mm -hmm. and i think like even even thinking back to just like some of some of the the issues that we we deal with it comes from a lack of something you know if you're struggling with the relationship that you have with with someone in your family you know maybe it comes from a lack of love Maybe it comes from a lack of trust. You know, if you're struggling to pay your bills, it's coming from a lack of money. You know, if you're struggling to eat healthy and eat right, it's coming from a lack of knowledge in regards to what you should be putting in your body. So it's like a lot of, a lot of the issues that we have just comes from a lack of something. And if we were able to bridge the gap and find out what that lack was, we would be able to actively fix it. So this first portion, you know, saying seek prosperity, I think it's so important, bro. I think it's so important because what, like, please, please tell me, what else are you going to do? Like, you're just going to live a life of, okay, well, you know, I'm just okay with bare minimum and getting by, you know, because I think the other, the other side of the coin is that with abundance and prosperity, you live a lot more stress-free in my opinion, because if you're living paycheck to paycheck and, and life happens, 
Yo. Now, now you need you need to have emergency money to to go on a trip for a family member. There's a family emergency, or or mm-hmm. you know, um, something happened and you need extra money for. Mm-hmm. You're in trouble, bro. You know, I read somewhere that mm-hmm. um, even with like emergencies, I don't 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 kill me on this if I quote it incorrectly, but I'm pretty sure it's correct. But I read somewhere that. There's a majority of like Americans who can't even come up with five hundred dollars in case of an emergency. I've heard that. I've heard that. I, I... <laughs> right, it's like I, they 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 live in that state. <laughs> I, yeah, bro. I, I think I've also heard um, that there is a small amount of people who have at least like one thousand two thousand dollars in their savings as well right very tiny and when you think about that in the spectrum of things that number is atrocious like that that's atrocious you know to know that there is a small amount of people who actually have that and that's not to knock anybody you know that's not me trying to make make it you know seem like i have it all together because because i don't I just have been fortunate enough to be surrounded by people that help me understand the value of money and help me understand, you know, that it, it, it it's a long haul, you know, it's, it's not something that's gonna happen overnight. Like you don't create wealth overnight, you know, it's something that takes time. And let me tell you, bro, even, even for myself. So about the last, I want to say it was about a month or so. Um, I cut out meat. You know, I just needed a cleanse and I stopped eating meat. You're becoming vegan, bro? You joining the vegan crew? Let me finish, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man. Let me say, you joining the vegan crew or not? Let me finish before you get your hopes up, bro. (laughs) Um, So... For for about a span of a month, you know, I was doing well. You know, I was meal meal prepping, um, making sure that, you know, I was actively going to the grocery store and getting the right things, um, just making sure that I was taking care of myself. Even I think the brand is like Gardein. I started eating like a lot of, you know, plant-based stuff and, you know, I was feeling, I was feeling good, man. And this past weekend, uh, I had chicken for the first time, uh, just because this week was, I felt like it was going to be kind of a hectic week, which it was a little bit. And I did not make the time to meal prep. I did not make the time to go to the grocery store and, I actually ended up doing something that I have not done in years. And when I say years, I'd say maybe about three years or so. And that was go to McDonald's. Oh, God. I was about to say, don't tell me he went to McDonald's. I'm so sorry, bro. I went to McDonald's and I got two McChickens and a small fry. And and they were bussing. I'll be honest. <laughs> that joint is fire. But, but <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. McDonald's is fire, bro. I'm telling you, bro. But but the thing the thing about it though, I feel like that ties in. Because here's the thing. When I was willing to be patient, when I was willing to take the right steps, 
I was able to provide my body with good meals that had the necessary nutrients that I needed. I was able to eat more fruit, more veggies. Why? Because I made the time to educate myself on other options besides meat, which is how I found Gardein, you know, and and some of the other brands that were plant-based that I was eating. And the moment I decided not to go with the plan, the moment that I decided not to be patient, not to take my time and make sure that I was doing my due diligence, you know, making my grocery list and stuff like that. Um, And I mean, it really was, I got invited to a dinner. So, you know, I didn't want to be like rude and and be like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't eat meat, like period, because that's not true. I just was on a cleanse. Okay. And um, it's a funny way to say vegan. All right whatever and (laughs) honestly honestly man like I think about it and it's it's the same thing with 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 money right you know like okay okay we never really stop to think about the fact that the things that are worth it take time abundance takes time yes investing takes time saving takes time Mm -hmm. and when we're anxious and we don't try to actively display patience and we don't actively try to educate ourselves, we make rash decisions, you know, and, and we, we, we kind of set ourselves back a little bit. Like, like, I feel like I set myself back a little bit. It's just to make chickens in a small fry, you know, and I had some chicken, you know, throughout the week or whatever from leftovers yeah. um, from, from the, the, the dinner I went to, but, you know, I felt like I kind of set back my progress because I was doing really well without the meat. Right. And for a lot of you listening, that that's you and your life with money. That's mm-hmm. you and your life with your relationships. There's something that that you're missing. There's a lack. We're going back to the lack now. Mm-hmm. There's a lack of knowledge. There's a lack of love. There's a lack of trust. There's a lack of self-education that is limiting you from being able to live the life you want to live. A lot of people are scared to bet on themselves, not even realizing that they have so many people in their corner that are waiting to see them take that leap of faith. And so it's like, if, if you can't take, if you can't take that leap of faith, when other people are believing in you, like, what are you really doing? You know, like, what are you really about? And so like, just for that first section, seek prosperity, like it's so important because the end all be all should be to leave this earth, having a life of a legacy, you know, leaving, leaving a legacy, having a life of abundance, I should say, and prosperity. And that doesn't just mean money being extremely wealthy, but that means, you know, being, being wealthy in your relationships, being right. wealthy in, 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 in your spirit, you know, right. just making sure that you're living, you know, out a life full of purpose. And I mean, I think that that falls in with the use your, use your days theme for just, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the overall chapter one, bro, because, a lot of times, like, 
we don't maximize every day. I, I wasted a lot of hours today just doing nothing, you know, and I can blame it on, oh, well, I had exams, you know, and I just needed a break and stuff like that. And it's true. You should take a step back, you know, sometimes to just relax and, and take a breather. But I think I kind of overdid it today. And you guys just have to make sure that you're utilizing every day. And let's let's talk about let's talk about judgment day, bro. Let's talk about okay. the second section where it was talking about judgment day. Tell tell the listeners what what is this judgment day and 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 how how is it something that is applicable to them how is it something that can help them on on their their quest to uh abundance okay so judgment day keyword being judgment meaning grading of value nature character or quality so in the book um the gardener explains how he wanted to go away for 12 months to kind of, you know, reset himself, take a vacation. And on, during his time away, he wanted to set his uh, right-hand man in charge, right? Wanted to set his right-hand man in charge. Um, and he thought to himself that, you know what, during my time, I'm actually going to buy the farm next door. And he wants the right-hand man, the man named, the operations manager, it was named Santos. And he wanted him to improve the conditions of the farm next door and keep up their farm while he was away. Right? Turn into something special, he said. And he said that while I can promise you no certainty of pay for your efforts, you are free to use your own imagination use my employees at my expense and test your fullest capacities on this project. Basically wanted him to give his own, his best effort. So while he was away, Santos started complaining because he was like, well, nobody wants to do this for free. And that's a lot of, uh, you know, work. And I already have to worry about the first farm. Now this guy wants me to worry about the second farm. And, and 12 months later, the, the gardener returns and he's, sees that you know what the firm the farm not the firm the farm mercy see where my mind's been money the farm has been basically neglected and is actually in worse shape than the farmer left it right and so basically the farmer said you know what just because of the lack of effort you put in i can only keep you at your current position Santos was upset because he was basically said that, well, I was already busy on this farm and you promised no pay on the other farm next door. Um, and the farmer had to sit down and be like, don't you get it? There's never a certainty of the future rewards, but we have to go for it anyway. That's what we, we've got to keep going with what we've got. And that, that's where it hits because time had gone. And because Santos simply had not known the stakes of what was at hand, he did not give his effort. He did not use his days. He actually gave excuses to say, you know what, I already have this, so how can I achieve that? But you know what's crazy is we, we do the same thing in our lives where we say, I'm already worrying about this, so how can I actually go after that? But in the same breath, 
we will talk about our future ambitions. We will talk about things that we want. But yet, we actually do the same thing Santos did and said, well, I'm in school now, so I can't do that. Or I already have a job and I, I don't have time. That's my, that's my favorite line to hear. I don't have time to build on my business. Or hmm. I don't have time to go out and work. Or, I don't have time to go mm-hmm. in the gym. But we want that body. We want that summer body. Or we want to have this amount of money. Or we want to have those grades. Yes, sir. And we're not aware that in order to have what we've never had, Carl, what, we, what do we have to do? Something in order to have, done. we've got to do something we've never done. And that's what Santos had in this chapter. He had an opportunity to do something he'd never done. Because think about it. Later in the chapter, he says that had he just simply done that, the farmer would have gave him the farm for that plus the profits of everything that would have been made in that year. Think about that opportunity. Opportunity is never going to face us straight on and say, hey, here's a chance. Go after me. It's going to be subtle. It's going to be quiet. It's going to be that still small voice. And come judgment day, come day where we have to look back and say, well, I didn't get the results that I wanted because I did not do the things that were required of me to get those results. The only person we have to blame is ourselves. Yo, speak on that, Carl. Wow. <laughs> you blew me away with that one, man. Um, wow. No, seriously. I think, I think that even reading this ch- chapter and reading this section that I was convicted at the fact that with Judgment Day and with Santos, Santos is a lot of us. A lot of us never want to do things without having a guaranteed return on investment. And that was what Santos problem was because the wealthy gardener left him. He said, Hey, I'll be gone for a year while I'm gone. It's on you. Take care, take care of everything. And when Santos found out he wasn't getting paid for it, it was like, well, okay, like I'll see you in a year. A year went by, he came back, and Santos did nothing with it. The place was in worst shape, in worst shape. I think about that, and I think about how many times in life we let time just pass us by. We let time just pass us by, and we think of every excuse from A to Z on why we weren't able to capitalize on an opportunity, why we didn't make something happen. And the truth is, we failed ourselves. We didn't hold ourselves accountable. We weren't disciplined enough to make sure that we could make something happen. And I know Santos had to just be sick to his stomach when the gardener told him when he came back that this was supposed to be yours. Like, 
all of this was for you because if he led with that before he left, I'm pretty sure Santos would have did everything in his power to make sure that everything was taken care of and it was up to par for when the gardener returned. But I think it's so key and critical that little part of the story, the fact that the wealthy gardener did not tell Santos beforehand that everything was supposed to be for him. Because a lot of you, you like to know something is guaranteed. You're still working a job you hate because it's a guaranteed paycheck. You know, you're still in a relationship that you don't really want to be in because it's guaranteed company. Sheesh. Really gone in. You, you are stuck going through the motions mm. just because you have something that's guaranteed. And it's funny, the other day I was talking with a friend and, um, you know, we were just having just like a, a general conversation just about life. And, you know, they said to me that the only thing that's guaranteed in life is death. And it really made me think about everything that I've, I've done throughout my life, everything that I'm, I'm working towards, you know, being in PT school trying to, to, you know, become the first doctor in my family and eventually go on to open my own clinics and do my own thing. And it's like, wow, I'm doing all of this and literally tomorrow is never promised. Tomorrow is never guaranteed. Death is guaranteed for sure. So why would you not want to just give everything your best? Why would Santos not just wake up every day and, and try to give it his all, even though he knew he wasn't getting paid? Because at the end of the day, he missed out. He messed up his opportunity. He messed up his chance. And in the last two sections of chapter one, you you kind of see how time is so important because you have the section after judgment day that talks about being able to have impact activity. And then the last part is about making sure that you have impact hours. So let's talk about that real quick before, before, uh, before we, we wrap things up. Yeah. Impact, impact activities. An impact hour. You have the same 24 hours as everybody else does every day. How are you, how are you spending those 24 hours? Mm. Are you sleeping 12 hours of the day? You don't need 12 hours of sleep. What are you sleeping 12 hours of the day for? And you're complaining. And, and you know what? Let me take a step back. And let me say this, this rant is for the people that complain 
about where they are, complain about their situation, and do nothing to change it. So, you sleep 12 hours a day. Okay. And you wonder why you're not making the money that you want to make. You eat unhealthy. You're still going to the gym, but you're still eating unhealthy. You wonder why that summer body isn't there yet. Or you're making good money right now, but you're spending it unwisely. And you're wondering why all your money is is going so fast. Look in the mirror and realize that every problem you have, the person that you're looking at, mm-hmm. can solve it. There's not a problem that you have in your life that you can't solve in one way or another. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, I'm really a big believer, a firm believer that if you want to change your circumstances, you have the power to do that. So impact activity. What are you doing with your 24 hours? Are you wasting them? Are you actively trying to, to take the steps to start that business you want to start or write that book you've been wanting to write or take that trip that you've been talking about for years? Or are you just wasting time thinking about it, dreaming about it? Because dreaming is not doing. Please understand that. Dreaming is not the same thing as doing. Wow. For impact hours, it's the same thing. Think about if you're if you're an aspiring entrepreneur listening to this or from whatever walk of life that you're in, I'm going to make this applicable for everyone. So let's look at the fact if you're an aspiring entrepreneur and you're working a 9 to 5 job, how much impact, how much of a difference would it make towards your future if every day after you got off work you spent at least an hour working on that that business that you want to start writing out the schematics let's say you're looking up pricing you know in that hour for products that you want to sell or material for your products um Let's say you're not an aspiring entrepreneur and let's say that you have the desire to earn a new cert- certification, you know, or, or gain a license in something that has always interested you. What if you spent an hour like looking up everything you needed for that? What if you spent an hour the next day trying to send out some emails to the right channels to get that process going. You know, 
what if you are someone who is not particularly proud of the body that you have right now just because you know you haven't been eating right and you want to do better? What would it look like if you spent an hour a day looking at healthier alternatives to the things you're eating? Or if you spent an hour a day learning about exercise and 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 cardio and and what helps burn fat or what helps build muscle what helps lean you out what types of exercises how many repetitions things like that how much of a difference would that make towards your future how much of a difference would that make towards your overall goal is that something that your future self would thank you for and i think we could all agree that you can do it you can find time an hour every day and if not do 30 minutes if not 30 minutes do 20 if not do 10 if not do five but you have to do something the compound effect a very mm-hmm. good book by darren hardy and a fantastic book that book is a prime example of how little consistent things lead to massive results so start small start small and you'll be amazed at what you're able to build from that um i know lastly in looking at the end of chapter one Santos came back to the gardener and, you know, just he wanted another opportunity. And if I'm not mistaken, the gardener gave it to him. But this time he had to continue doing his regular duties. Mm -hmm. And in his free time, he was supposed to take care of the land. And he was supposed to do everything that he was allowed to do the past year when the gardener left. And so I want you guys to think about this. Would it be better for you if you started now working towards your dreams, working towards your goals, working towards a life of abundance and prosperity? Or do you want to be like Santos? and wait and get to a point where now you have a lot more on your plate and the odds are against you. Sometimes guys, it's just about working smarter and not harder. But chapter one, chapter one was amazing, man. Uh, Paul, bro, go, go ahead, man. I, you know, I, I want to let you go ahead and, and get, you know, your, your last remarks on it uh, before we finish. Man. Um, wow. Where do I begin? Okay. Impact hour. Let me, since we've been talking about money, let me, let me bring it back to that. So you ask most people, how much money do you want to make in your lifetime? Most people say a million dollars. So how do you make a million dollars? Well, sell something worth a hundred dollars ten thousand times. 
right? That, like, it's easy. You want to make a million bucks, sell something that's worth 100 bucks 10,000 times. How could you do that possibly? The impact activity would come down to actually figuring out. So impact activity, he defined it as the work, parentheses, action, which earns a goal. All right, so that'd be the impact activity. And then the impact hour would be the workload, parentheses, time, which earns a goal. The, a goal. So the impact activity is the action that earns a goal, and the impact hour is the work time, which earns the goal. So the thing you got to do to make the million and the things you got to do in that time to make the million. And I think for a lot of us, we could really break it down to when it comes to going after our dreams or trying to reach financial prosperity or academic success or relational, you know, freedom or being able to just be happy. Uh, we tend to do a lot of the right things, impact activities in the wrong direction. Right? And I think that's one of the worst things where you do all the right stuff in the wrong direction. Because at the end of the day, you've gone to the wrong direction. And worse than that, you have to actually retrace and come all the way back to where you're supposed to be. And, and you know, this one for me is, is the most important one because I've been there. I've actually moved in a direction I thought was the right one, just come to find out it was the wrong thing. It was, I was just going to the wrong place, doing all the right stuff to get to the wrong place. And that can happen, y'all. That can happen when you want to hit all your goals, where your impact hour, and for me, my impact hour, well, my impact hour is more like an impact half hour, right? So my impact half hour is in my planner, shout out to the passion planner, in my planner, I have carved out 30 minutes every Friday, which I use as my thinking time. All right, so something that I've started about the last month and a half. Friday mornings are my thinking time. And I know that I need to do that, one, so I can plan out my week in my calendar. Two, so I can actually sit down and think about what are the actual things I need to do? So you mentioned the compound effect by Darren Hardy. I'm going to mention the one thing um, by Jay. No, is it by Gay or Jay? I don't remember who wrote it. Um, but the one thing, let's check out the book. But they talk about the lead domino, right? So I use that in the sense of I have to sit down and ask myself, what's the one domino that I can knock over this week so that that domino can knock the next 52 over to knock over my goal, to actually reach where I want to be. So my impact half hour is literally spent thinking on the questions that I need to ask or solve to actually achieve my impact activities. So I could suggest that to some of y'all. Yo, just take some time and sit down and think. Because I think a lot of us just end up being reactive to life and not being proactive to our situations. So we just react. 
We wake up in the morning, we see that we're running late, we react to running late. We wake up in the morning, we see that we didn't work out, we react to not having worked out. We wake up in the morning, we realize we didn't finish work from yesterday, we react to that. And we just start doing stuff. And we just do, 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 do. And then we never, and, th- and, then, and then at the end of the day, we stopped and think and we feel like, I didn't actually achieve anything today. Now, how can you spend all day doing stuff and still not achieve anything? Because you're not, you're not engaging in impact activities. Know your goal. Know the direction you're headed. And then use your impact time, whether it's your half hour, whether it's your 15 minutes, whether it's five minutes, whether it's one minute every hour for 10 hours a day. But use that time to actually think about, okay, what do I actually need to do to achieve my goal? And how is what I'm doing today going to take me in the right direction to get to where I need to go? That's where impact hours and impact activities sit for me. Because, y'all, I'm telling y'all, it sucks. It sucks doing all the right things just to end up in the wrong place. And the, the, the only thing that can stop you from ending up there is just those impact hours. Taking the time to actually stop and think and ask yourself, what do I need to do? Where am I headed? Who am I going with? Right? Y'all, if y'all about to go out on a night of the town, think about it. If y'all about to step out for, for, for night in the town and somebody pops up and says, yo, let's go do it. You're not about to be like, all right, bet. No, you're going to be like, wait, who's going? Where are we going? How much is it going to cost? You, you, you think about that. So why not use that same movement to, to think about your financial moves in life? Why not stop and think, yo, I make all this money. Because think about it. A lot of us actually make a ton of money. We just end up using it incorrectly. Right? So stop and think, yo, let me just put aside this. And instead of just even putting aside, let me put this into my to, to, to individual retirement account. Let me invest this into my future. Right? For those of y'all that bank with Chase, shout out to Chase, by the way. They just started the You Invest feature. All right. They're not, they definitely not paying us to, to, to shout this out, but they just started the You Invest feature where you get 100 free commission trades to, to put money into your IRA so that in your retirement, right? Because we definitely not hanging on to, to, the, to the hope of Social Security. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Negative. So you got to be able to do stuff now that will make sure retirement you, whether that's in 10 years, whether that's in 20 years, whether that's in 50 years, whether that's next month. Do things now. Chase has let you have a hundred commission-free trades. So you just put that bad boy in your IRA in the app and you put the stock you want to get and boom, you watch it grow. Come on, son. Impact activities. And for me to get there to use you invest, I had to stop and think, well, what do I want in my future? Oh. Paul, you want to have a legacy for your children? Oh, you want to have a legacy for your grandchildren? Well, you got to start doing stuff now to get there. But the only way I can get there is setting that money aside into my retirement account. Do I sure plan on having enough to, to, to bring me through? But I want those um, young, faithful Christians to have something to help them. Y'all, impact activities, impact hours, judgment day, all this matters. And John was on point when he wrote this because 
it's like, can I can I give one last example, man? Is that okay? Go for it. I, I, I was reading in the news uh, in the uh, old iPhone app, and there was a story of this carpenter that just passed away a few years back. And once he passed away, his friends actually discovered that he was a millionaire. Right? And the way they discovered is that he left millions of dollars to actually put kids in his town through college. So for him, his impact activity, his goal was, I want to put these kids because I ain't going to. You know, he's chilling. He's living his life. So he ain't going to do nothing with the millions. But he's like, let me actually change the lives of other people. So he had to sit down in his impact hour and think, well, how am I going to do that? How am I going to live my life such that by doing so would make everything else unnecessary or it make the things I need to do necessary so that by the time I pass away, may he rest in peace. He'd actually have the funds to put children through college debt-free impact activities and i believe 100 percent it works for me and carl it's gonna work for you you the listener it's gonna work for you all you got to do is just start believing in yourself now and doing the things you got to do now as we go because we're going through it with you understand this we're going through it with you right but we're all gonna get this together if you have any questions by the way feel free to reach out to either one of us we'll, we'll get back to you eventually carl's in school i'm in school so if we don't reach out to you day one i apologize um we don't get back to you but look if you have any questions just hit us up let's chat john john sephoric sephoric hit us up hit us up <laughs> man listen guys as always Thank you. Thank you for listening. And we're never going to stop telling you guys thank you because we're never going to stop being grateful for, you know, you guys believing in, in what we're doing and the vision and, and just the podcast. And we're just so excited to see what it looks like a year from now, you know, two years from now, three years from now. Um, those of you that have reached out, you know, that gives us motivation to keep going and, Yes. Uh, we apologize, guys. Sometimes with our schedule, it doesn't permit for us to get an episode out, you know, every week. Um, but we're 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 working through it, and you know, this mm-hmm. this podcast is it's never going to stop. It's going to keep going. Uh, you guys just continue to rock with us, and remember, first you must know yourself, then you can know who you are meant to be. Stay rooted. We'll see Stay you next rooted. time, guys. Peace. We hope that you guys enjoyed this week's episode of the Rooted Deep Podcast. We're so happy that you decided to join us this week. As we go forward, we just ask that you continue to share your thoughts with us, message us on Facebook, on Instagram, wherever you can find us on our social platforms. If you have any questions, also feel free to ask them there as well. As we go into this next week, we hope that you guys are able to just take the lessons that we've shared today, the experiences that we've shared today, and apply them to your own life so that you too can be able to enhance your own personal experience. Don't forget to be the most vulnerable version of you and just remember that you do matter and you have a story to share as well. We'll see you guys next time.